This is Nursing in America. Each week we speak with incredible nurses from all over the world who have taken the leap to start a new life in the United States. If you're thinking about doing the same, then this is the place you'll find all the insider knowledge and inspirational success stories to realize your own American dream. Hi, everybody, and welcome. I am your host, Tanya Friedman, Chief Executive Officer of Kinetics USA. Um, our show today is going to be about the OET English exam as well as the Pearson PTE English exam, the health Resources Services Administration, the HRSA, announced that CGFNS are going to be uh, incorporating more English proficiency exams into their portfolio. So no longer do healthcare workers only have the option to do IELTS or to do TOEFL, but now there are a host of other tests as well. So today we're going to learn more about Pearson PTE specifically, as well as the OTET specifically. And we are very excited today to bring in Gary Neal from the OET and Meredith Stokes from Pearson PTE. Welcome, Gary. Welcome, Meredith. Thanks, Tanya. Nice to be here. Thank you, Meredith. We are going to be speaking specifically to Gary from the OET, Meredith from Pearson PTE, learning about these tests um, and what it means for international healthcare workers. So, Gary and Meredith, um, welcome to the show. Let's start off with some introductions. So, ladies first, Meredith, you want to go ahead and introduce yourself. Thank you. Uh, my name is Meredith Stokes. I'm with PTE Academic, the Pearson Test of English. Um, we have been around for a little over 10 years um, as PTE Academic. Pearson has been a lot around for uh, an incredibly long time, and we have a, a very large network of English language learning that we like to um, include in, in all of our um, introductions. So I manage the U.S. Um, I am located in Houston, Texas, outside of Houston, and I am so excited um, to be able to just provide opportunities for different learners who choose to take different tests. Um, as you said, this is breaking news. This list has not been updated in decades. Um, and so having the ability to, to give choice is amazing. And so we're thrilled to be here. Thank you, Meredith. And the ability to give choice is really the key for today's show. Because as Meredith says, this is the first time in many years, there are many people, Kinetics are one of them, who've been working very hard behind the scenes with both Meredith and Gary to try and get um, Pearson PTE and OET into the US. Um, and now it is happening. Um, you will have choice, as Meredith says. So Gary, tell us a little bit about a uh, background about yourself and about the OET. Yeah, so I'm uh, VP of Americas for OET based in Los Angeles. And the test has been well established in Australia, New Zealand, um, the UK for many years, but has fairly recently arrived on the scene in the US um, where we were recognized by ECFMG for international medical graduates. And the, the test is specific to healthcare. That's really the distinguishing feature of the test. Um, and it was constructed specifically for professionals um, seeking licensure. So um, that, that, that's really the, the main feature of OET. And I'm delighted to be here and delighted that K 
candidates will be able to use OET results to come to the US in future for nursing. Okay, so we're going to be digging deep today into the OET, into Pearson PTE. Um, as Meredith said, we have now got choice um, and different people learn in different ways. So it's really important as an international healthcare worker to learn about these different options and how they might be applicable to you. What is going to be the best fit for you? So let's dig in. I have a question and this is for both Meredith and Gary. Um, why is this uh, announcement that came from the CGFNS that Pearson PTE and OET are two additional tests, and we're going to speak about some of the others in future shows, but specifically today for Pearson PTE and OET, why is this important for international nurses? Merida? So um, I can answer this question, and it's talking about license endorsement. And that's exactly why this is important, because up until now, um, with CGFNS utilizing both OET, PTE, and some other options, the only options were TOEFL and IELTS. Um, if you wanted to go for the endorsement or visa screen um, or the CES, um, the credentials evaluation. So if you wanted to apply to a state that with a different language test, then that state has to manually process their own applications. And that's pretty rare. Um, there are some states, we have about 15 that do recognize PTE um, previous to CGFNS. But what this does is this really gets access to all of the states that are utilizing CGFNS because they just don't have the bandwidth to do individual processing of applications. So um, this really opens some doors as far as um, instead of having just 15 states for PTE, and I think OET has four, um, you now have the ability to um, send anywhere through CGFNS that utilizes the visa screen or the C or the credentials evaluation services. So um, I think that, did I answer that question, Tanya? Or Yes, I, I think you answered that well. Thank you, Meredith. So, Gary, let's dig a little deep into the OET now. Can you tell us a little bit about the OET exam? Yeah, sure. Thanks, Tanya. And also to the earlier question as well, candidates can now use results from a nursing-specific test to apply for nursing jobs in the U.S. So that's really the main exciting news, I think, for, for nurses. And um so about the OET, it was commissioned by the Australian government back in the 1980s. Um, so it, it, they recognized that there was a problem at the time with some communication errors um, amongst uh, migrant workers in the healthcare field. And um, they felt that there should be a test that was specific to healthcare. So it was developed at the University of Melbourne and became established in Australia and New Zealand. Um, and then Cambridge Assessment took majority ownership of the test in 2013. Um, and that, that's really when it started to grow um, internationally beyond Australia and New Zealand. And there are, there are 12 versions of the test. It covers 12 healthcare professions. And the largest number of candidates is in nursing. Um, and the productive skills are profession specific. Um, so for writing and speaking, um, <clears throat> you, were, you would um, cover topics specific to nursing. 
and um, in the receptive skills, they're on general healthcare topics. So it's still more relevant than a general academic English test would be. Um, it's developed not only by language assessment experts, but also by subject matter experts who are practicing healthcare professionals. So here in the US, we have a, a, um, a retired nurse, Joy Ingverson, who was um, at the Oregon board and then was a consultant for the Oregon Board of Nursing for many years. And she reviewed the test and the materials to make sure that they were authentic for the US workplace and is involved in an ongoing basis on item writing. Um, obviously, each test has to be unique. Um, because we have 12 professions, we need a lot of items. So those subject matter experts are very important to, to that process. Um, I, don't, I think there might be a slide there which just shows the differences between um, uh, the, the writing and speaking tests in a general academic English test and um, in OET. But just to run through it while they're maybe being loaded up in the background, um, you know, in the writing test, in a typical general academic English test, you, you could be asked to write on pretty much any subject. Um, there was a doctor recently telling me that they'd been asked to write an essay on rare birds. Um, whereas with OET, it's a relevant healthcare scenario. So you would receive case notes and you would write a letter to another healthcare professional. And then in the speaking test, it takes the form of a role play and the candidate would play the part of a nurse and an interlocutor would play the part of a patient or a relative. And the candidate needs to demonstrate not only English language skills, but also healthcare communication skills. And they're marked 40% on their ability to demonstrate healthcare communication skills in the speaking test. So they might need to reassure an anxious patient, or they might need to manage the power relationship between the professional and the patient. They would be typical things that they would do in the speaking test. And candidates tell us that the process of preparing for the test and going through the process of testing really gives them confidence that they'll be able to practice effectively once they're licensed and in the workplace. Um, and yeah, the, the slide there really just talking about some of the things that have driven the demand for the test with healthcare regulators um, and things I'm sure you're all familiar with. You know, big shortages in English speaking countries, um, an aging demographic, um, consumer expectations at the bedside. So communication skills being a really important clinical skill. So all, all of those um, factors have developed the demand for, uh, for OET and a healthcare specific test. Okay. Um, yeah, that, that, there's the slide there just talking about yeah. the subject matter experts. Um, and then, yeah, in terms of acceptance, there's a slide somewhere that shows um, who recognizes the test. And you'll notice that it's pretty much all healthcare regulators. Um, you know, there are some universities for graduate programs who recognize the test for admission and it's valid for that purpose, but it was really designed for healthcare professionals seeking registration or licensure. So that, that's really the focus in terms of 
our approach to regulators and our construction of the tests and ongoing development of the tests to make sure it's really specific for, for that purpose. Okay, Gary, thank you so much. That gives us a great overview um, of, the, um, of the OET. We'll be back with the conversation in just a second. There's a wonderful opportunity for you. Kinetics USA is currently recruiting registered nurses from all over the world to work in healthcare facilities here in the USA. If you are interested, please apply at kineticsusa.com slash application. That's kineticsusa.com forward slash application. On with the show. Um, Meredith, just at a high level, can you give us an overview of the Pearson PTE um, exam? Um, and share that with our viewers. Sure. Um, so I think the the most awesome thing about PTE is the amount of time that it can take you to book a test, um, get your results, and get them over to CGFNS can be done within a week. Um, we have it's fully computer based test. Um, we have over 380 test centers worldwide, and we test in over 118 countries. Um, again, I said most of the results are are ready within 48 hours. Um, and it is a single two hour test duration. And that is, um, I think something else that's really key is um, it's one setting. It can't be broken into two. Sometimes I've, um, I know that IELTS can be broken into two different sessions on two different days. This is one session, two hours, seamless. Um, we do have practice material available, tons of it. Um, we even have free material and we, we work with Kinetics, so um, I'm sure you can reach out with Kinetics and we'll get them some vouchers for practice tests. Um, we encourage everyone to take a practice test, go through the test, see how you feel about it, get your scored results. And the great other thing about PTE is we have a really detailed score report. And what that score report is gonna do, even on the practice test, is show you where your weaknesses are, where your strengths are, and you can really improve your English skills based on that instead of taking test prep um, and wasting an entire weekend, um, you can really hone in on those skills, improve your English, and then improve your score. So um, we want everybody to be prepared, um, know what they're getting into, have a really good feel for the exam, um, and the practice test does that. So again, um, we are more than happy to, to work with some vouchers and get get all of you guys um, some practice with this exam. I know historically um, IELTS and TOEFL have kind of been the only thing that was available. And um, we just really, like I said earlier, we want to provide choice because everybody learns and everybody tests differently. Um, the price is usually about $205, $215, typically a little bit less also than TOEFL or IELTS. Um, and again, you can find all of this information on pearsonpte.com, and we'll be giving you guys some websites. Um, but you can find our test centers, you can find our test countries, you can go directly to look to book a seat and see if it's going to be tomorrow or if it's going to be a couple of days that a seat is available. But um, with PTE, it's awesome because, again, um, if you're ready to take your test and you're ready to submit your licensure, um, get started. We can get you through the process in less than two weeks very easily. Okay. So thank you, Meredith, for sharing that as well. We are the locations for taking the test and exam. Gary, can you talk a little bit about that in terms of the OET? Yeah. I mean, we have venues worldwide. Um, 
that you know there are three forms of test taken um, for for this particular recognition. Um, the at-home versions of the test aren't accepted, um, but we have paper-based test venues um, in um, the, the number of countries keeps changing. I think it's uh, 80 countries the last time I looked. Um, and, you know, again, because we're part of the Cambridge network, we have access to that network as well. And the computer-based version of the test is operated with Prometric as a partner. So we have access to all of their worldwide testing centers as well. So, um, you know, an extensive network both in the US and abroad. Okay, thank you, Gary. Gary, can you speak a little bit about what is the difference between when the CGFNS accepts OET and when a state accepts OET? And then maybe, I know we've got a slide of where OET is accepted in which state. Yeah, I, th I mean, I think most candidates would like to use their results for both purposes, um, for their immigration application and their state license application. Um, so, um, you know, obviously the more states that um, accept the test, the easier that is to do. But things have also been facilitated by the nursing compact. So it's possible to apply for a state that's in the nursing compact and then subsequently upgrade that to a multi-grade, um, sorry, a multi-state license, which allows them to practice in, I think it's 39 states at the moment, and it's in the process of expanding. So um, OET, as I mentioned, is relatively new to the US, but we've been growing recognitions very quickly in the space of two or three years. So at the moment, we're recognized by Florida, which is a compact state, Oregon, Washington, and most recently, Michigan. And the board has approved um, in Illinois and New Jersey, but you have to wait to go through a process where the regulation is changed in state law before the nursing board can start accepting results. So we're expecting those um, states to start accepting results later this year. And then we have a significant number of other states, particularly since this news was released, um, who are interested in starting to review and consider the test as well. So within a short space of time, I think um, we'll pretty much have most of the states available for candidates to apply to in a streamlined format, using their results for both purposes. Okay, so Gary, thank you for sharing that in terms of the OET. Um, I'm going to go to Meredith now and ask her the, the same question in terms of Pearson PTE. But I wanted to share with everybody before we, we um, have Meredith answer that same question. Um, if you kind of think of the CGFNS as the umbrella, it's, it's the umbrella that oversees the entire United States. Having the CGFNS accept the Pearson PTE and the OET now as additional English proficiency tests um, is very important because that is the requirement for the visa screen certificate, which is the requirement for the, uh, for the, for the green card or for the TN visa for any international nurses. So as both Gary and Meredith have said, each person is now going to have the choice to be able to say if they want to do Pearson PTE or if they want to do OET. And the, the decision will be on 
what kind of learner you are. And that's why we're learning about the different tests. But also if the state that you want to go to um, also accepts OET or Pearson PTE. Meredith, you want to share with everybody who's watching today um, on Pearson PTE side, how that works in terms of the different states, uh, you know, the status update right now. Yeah, and it's actually a, a perfect segue with Oklahoma. I don't know that you even knew this yet, Tanya. We haven't um, formally made this announcement because we were waiting for Oklahoma to publish it. Um, but we have been now added by the state um, regions of Oklahoma for their educational yeah. system. So previously, they had been limited to only these same two tests as well. And we've been working with them um, in a pilot, they've actually done a pilot for over five years with some of their universities um, to really make sure that and vet all of the language tests. So um, we've been added as an option for Oklahoma schools. Um, I had been in touch with the Board of Nursing for Oklahoma and they were um, basically kind of under that same state board. So I know that as soon as the state does the education, they were going to be coming on board with or without CGFNS. So I think the way Tanya um, explained it with it's an umbrella of the the visa screen is the most important because that's for the, the the immigration purposes. And then we're hoping, and I think it's more than hope at this point because we've communicated both um, OET, as they said, and us with a lot of these nursing boards that um, as soon as CGFNS added it, um, they will go ahead and, and add that option also because they want to give choice, um, but they also want to make it simple for them. They want it to all come through CGFNS typically. So this will really make it easier for you guys as applicants, I think, um, to these states because it you don't have to apply to the state individually. Um, you can apply through CGFNS um, and with Kinetics as well. Thank you for clarifying, Meredith, because it can feel, you know, for a lot of nurses right now, this is great news. This is very exciting, but it also can feel very confusing. Um, how does it work in each specific state? Um, how does the, the two different exams compare to the IELTS? Um, and in a few moments, we're going to be um, breaking to where we're going to talk more a little bit about the mechanics of, um, of the exam. Um, but I think this is a great start and a great overview for everybody to understand the choice that is now going to be available from the 1st of August. Is the OET accepted for medical, uh, medical laboratory, Gary? Um, yeah, so that, that's a good point, actually. So uh, there's uh, one score for above bachelor science level and then a lower score um, for the, the med techs. Um, so it's actually a C for reading, writing and listening for, uh, <clears throat> for, for med, med techs and a B in speaking. Um, whereas for registered nursing, it's a C plus in reading, writing and listening and a B in speaking. Okay, so thank you for um, for giving that information. To finish off the segment, um, Gary and Meredith, what advice do you have for any healthcare worker now who is looking at the options? Meredith, let's start with you. I would say look at the options available and go through the practice material that's free on everybody's website and see which tests you're more comfortable with. See what fits your learning style um, the best. See what, again, you feel the best with. Um, because I think a lot of how um, we test, whether it's language proficiencies or standardized testing, a lot of your results come from how you're feeling internally. So um, I would encourage everyone to look at the preparation and then 
Um, look at things like availability, cost, the time it's going to take you, and kind of plot that out and see what works best for you. Thank you, Meredith. That's great advice. Gary, what would you say is your advice to anyone who's now looking at the options? Yeah, I mean, I agree. Go onto the preparation portal, look at past papers, look at the YouTube videos, um, go on the weekly Facebook question and answer chat with um, with Rebecca from the education department at OET, where you'll hear other candidates who are preparing to take the test. Some of our graduates uh, come on those sessions as well, just to offer advice to others. Um, so just learn as much as you can about the differences between the test and uh, make your decision about which one is best for your professional development. Thank you, Gary. Great advice. Um, and thank you so much, Gary and Meredith, for joining us. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of Nursing in America. Part two will be available next week, so make sure you hit the follow button and come back to join us then. If you enjoyed the episode, please help us and leave a review. Kinetics USA is currently recruiting registered nurses internationally. We offer direct hire, which means healthcare facilities will directly sponsor and hire you to work here in the USA. If you're interested, please apply at kineticsusa.com application. That's kineticsusa.com forward slash application. You can find the link in the show notes.